This is the Joint Franchise Podcast with information and conversations about the fast-growing opportunity for entrepreneurs with the Joint Chiropractic. Joining us now is Dylan Breeding. He's with the Joint Chiropractic all across Arkansas. Dylan, how are you? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. How many locations and how many clinics do you have right now? So uh, our group currently has five. We're under construction on our sixth location. And assuming that city permitting comes through, we'll be under construction on our seventh here in the next 30 days or so. So a lot's happening right now for our group. Excellent. Congratulations on that. How long have you been with the joint? So we officially agreed um, to come on board August of 2019, and we opened our first clinic two months into COVID, May of 2020. So pretty pretty strange time. Yeah, absolutely. So wasn't foreseeing that when we uh, (laughs) joined. But so, yeah, I I suppose uh, I signed my contract about four years ago. And what were you doing right before that? So um, my backstory or my career, basically, uh, I started at corporate Walmart. And, um, you know, being out of Northwest Arkansas, that was the territory we ended up developing. But uh, I worked there across several different positions. But uh, my last job, I was a merchant in the books and magazines category. I effectively, you know, I was the CEO of the category is kind of what they say in Walmart land, um, which was a good opportunity, but kind of, you know, was thinking to myself that I would want to be a part of a family business and own my own business someday. And that's when the joint chiropractic kind of came into my, you know, into my picture. That is quite a bit of a change in life going from literally one of the largest employers in the world to owning your own business. What was it about that, that you wanted to change careers? Um, So growing up, I was inspired by my grandfather. Uh, He owned and managed his own business. So he was an entrepreneur. And I kind of was intimidated by the word entrepreneurship. But at the same time, I knew that it was something that someday I wanted to be able to say I ran a business. And Even going through college, even starting my career at Walmart, I didn't know what that meant. Mm. But that's what attracted me to the merchandising organization at Walmart is sort of having the ball, so to speak, right? Being the primary strategist, leading the team. And so um, that's what I wanted to do with the joint is be able to, you know, have that opportunity to call my own shots, to be able to manage my, uh, my life and my work the way I wanted to. Not to say that that's always in balance, but uh, at the end of the day, I wanted to be able to kind of control my own destiny. And I think that was what influenced me to kind of take the leap of faith from corporate world into franchise world. What was it about the joint that really interested you? My father-in-law is a chiropractor. And Mm -hmm. um, when I met my now wife, uh, I got introduced to chiropractic for the first time. He is a you know, a solo, you know, chiropractor in a small town in Arkansas. And um, I was talking with him just about ideas about, you know, having been in, you know, a business college, having worked at Walmart, I was beginning to get my MBA. Uh, I did an online program. 
And throughout all that, I was beginning to get that itch to want to start a business. I had seen some ideas of like, you know, medical roll-ups, you know, you think like dental roll-ups and things of that nature and kind of was thinking, is there an opportunity to do something like that in the world of chiropractic? And I'd been talking with my father-in-law about it, saw that there were some hurdles to be able to do so legally, but that was through research. I discovered the joint as a brand. And so, you know, kind of kept my eye on the brand for about six months before seriously considering reaching out to the sales team about uh, development opportunities. But um, yeah, that was kind of the path was I saw that me being inspired by seeing what chiropractic could do in the lives of others and me being business minded and seeing how scaling is possible um, made me discover a franchise. I never really intended on being a franchisee per se. It, I guess my story might differ from others. I wasn't exactly shopping around for different um, franchise opportunities. Um, the joint just happened to be the one that I discovered and was interested in. But my eyes were really opened to franchising once I began to learn more about it. So as you were doing your research, you probably looked at several other brands and, and maybe even some other types of businesses. Um, tell me about that research. Were you mostly checking out websites? Were you watching videos? Were you reading articles? Where did you really go to find some good background information on the joint? So with the joint, I really just searched the website and I was pretty much aggressively pursuing more information directly from the joint headquarters. So um, I got in touch with um, Kevin Stutz, who's the regional developer of my area. And he provided me the standard FDD and other materials that I you know, researched and consumed and really analyzed. But um, I would say that I didn't take a traditional path and that I didn't shop around. Uh, I really just thought the joint chiropractic was an awesome opportunity to get into the world of chiropractic as a business. And so um, my due diligence was small. Um, my faith in pursuing it was a lot bigger. But uh, as I was researching it, you know, I became comfortable with what the business model was. It was similarly patterned to Walmart, you know, giving people high value at a great price. And so that fit the DNA I kind of operated with. And then the simplicity as I was researching it uh, made sense to me and that I knew that we could, you know, get very good at operating with less variables, let's put it that way. And so, um, and then, like I've said, I'm not discounting at all the benefits of chiropractic. Uh, I did not pursue this just for dollars and cents. Uh, I pursued it because I, I do believe that chiropractic is an awesome part of one's lifestyle. Tell me more about that. Do you feel like you're, you're helping people in your community who maybe they're in pain or they have some other types of problems. Is, is there something about that that you really find valuable to you personally at the end of the day, helping these folks? I think that in my personal experience, I had just had typical hip or back or neck types of 
ailments. I mean, I was never injured, let's say, but I did play college athletics. And so I had an, I had an opportunity to receive chiropractic care. Uh, when my father-in-law adjusted me for the first time, I was very skeptical, but it was really just what it did to me physically in relieving pain. But over time, learning how chiropractic cannot just influence pain management, but how it really helps with you know, overall body and wellness. So I began going down the rabbit hole of holistic healthcare, just in general. And I know that chiropractic is a key part of holistic healthcare. And so it's really philosophically, I'm aligned very well to multiple types of things. Like I have an appreciation for acupuncture. I have an appreciation for what essential oils can do. My wife is very involved in those. Um, chiropractic care and, and then other forms of allowing the body to heal itself versus just masking the pain or listening to a doctor and solely trusting in them instead of really taking care into your own hands. Those are the things that I want to be a part of in Northwest Arkansas and then Conway and Jonesboro and some other places where we're involved in is that, you know, I, I feel that we can evangelize um, holistic mm-hmm. healthcare better through our model. Excellent. Tell me about your day. What's your typical day look like? Uh, well, there is no such thing as typical, I would say. <laughs> I'm sure you get that answer um, when you ask folks. But no, I would I would say for me, I, I'm very data-led. I like the analytics of the business. So um, I'm in access frequently looking at sales, looking at conversion metrics, attrition, patient visits, you know, measuring trends, trying to really understand the health of a business through the metrics. And I talk with my staff that I feel I can understand 80 or 90% about what's going on by simply reading the numbers. <laughs> not, not to say that I know 100% of like what's happening emotionally, but you can see in the numbers when a doctor is having a bad day or they're going through a time in their life that, you know, they're struggling a bit. And so I really like that consumer behavior aspect of things. And so data centric, but I also like going to the clinics. I like being able to uh, work with the coordinators. You know, a lot of them are beginning their careers with us at the joint. And so I like being able to provide opportunity for them as an employer And then for our doctors, they're at different stages of life. We've got some students that have just come on board with us. We've got some folks who are, I will call it mid-career. And then we have some folks who, you know, have either sold their business or have wound it down. And and they're looking at us to being sort of the place that they're going to finish their career. And so I think in every instance from a doctor's career that we can offer uh, a great uh, opportunity for them to have stability and all those things that being in a corporate environment do offer. So having worked at Walmart, I do understand the benefits of working under an employer and not having to run your own business. But I personally like the challenge and it it really motivates me to work hard knowing that the harder I work, the more reward I can get for myself and my family. Let's talk a little bit more about that reward. How large is the opportunity for your businesses to grow your existing locations right now? I mean, I think that 
it's limitless, really. Um, I feel like in some of our clinics where we've been open two or three years so far, um, there's still opportunity to grow and, and increase comp sales. You know, I, I feel that when I look at the macro environment where as we're heading into recession, that there's going to be folks who opt for lower price care. But what they don't realize is that if they come to the joint, they're going to receive equal or better care. We don't offer everything, but in what we do offer, we're going to do very well. In. And so, you know, that's one thing that um, I consider in that regard. Tell me about the support you get from the joint headquarters. Do you get a lot of help with uh, serving customers or maybe finding new customers or other types of operational support? Yeah, I, I think that the regional developers do a good job overall. I mean, I've gotten to rub shoulders with some of them at national conference in a couple of different settings, but um, with my RD, Kevin Stutz in general, he does a, a good job of inspiring, helping to understand what you can improve on, helping you really understand that, you know, don't not setting goals too small, uh, knowing that there truly is, you know, no opportunity that that can't be achieved, you know, with our business. And so uh, I feel that, you know, he's he's been increasing his support and his team and you know, they're, they're regularly following up with us on the essential KPIs of the business. And they're really helping us ensure that we're operating the model to its standards. And, and that's something that being in sports, I like that oversight being at Walmart. I like that oversight. So it's a good blend of having my own business, but yet receiving support. I feel that the marketing team um, does a good job for us and allowing us to really understand who the customer is, being able to shoulder some of that burden for us. Not to say that there isn't action that we as franchisees need to take locally, but that it's nice to know that 100% of that burden is not on my own. And so working with other members of the team in the real estate development department or construction or other areas, HR, um, they've all got your best interest in mind. Um, and I don't just say that, um, I, I can really tell. Um, you know, from a corporate perspective, it's easy to get distracted or annoyed when you have a lot to do and not enough time to do it. But I feel like um, with everybody I, you know, interface with at joint corporate specifically, that they seem to go out of their way to to make sure that I'm doing well and and making sure that my business is doing the best possible. So uh, I've, I've been overly surprised by the level of support actually on an individual level that I had with the joint versus what I thought might would be when I started. That's great to hear. Tell me about the other franchisees. Do you talk to them very often? Do you share ideas and that sort of thing? I would say that I have gotten with a couple of other folks within our region. Um, there's a group out of Tulsa that operates in a few other states as well. That's been um, very instrumental for me. Uh, early on in my development, um, you know, Kevin had recommended me get with Corey and Dan Camarano in order to uh, understand the business well, to know how to operate. They have very awesome systems and processes and particularly a strong training program. And so I was able to to get with them to, to learn and experience how training was and leverage that for uh, my own needs. And, and I've worked with franchisees in Arkansas as well in various capacities, you know, looking to do more of that as we go forward 
whether it's marketing co-ops or really making sure we're sharing best practices and, and leveraging our brand uh, across the state. Are there any personality traits or values that you find that someone might have that would make them very successful as a joint owner? I see a few traits that I aspire to do more okay. <laughs> myself, but I think that it comes down to uh, one, just being self-motivated. I mean, if you don't wake up in the morning and just desire to work and to improve and to constantly get better, this is not something for you. Um, there are no lazy days. This is not mailbox money. It's not a passive investment, but it's one that if you trust the system and you understand the playbook and how to operate, that's another thing that is very good and a, a good trait. Somebody that's creative and strategic and thoughtful, but not too smart for their own good. Um, <laughs> really trying to make sure that they know what works and model what works. And if you know something that's not going well, well, stop doing that because there's plenty of examples to show what good looks like and what bad looks like. And so having that opportunity to look across the bow and see what other people are doing is really helpful, while also at the same time, at least in my particular market, not feeling that we're competing. Uh, I think that in some demographics or some markets, there are franchisees who operate more head-to-head -head by nature, but in these more rural parts of the world, um, I basically operate, you know, in a silo and my other group in Arkansas, they operate more in a silo. So we can really partner together and, and be cooperative in a way that I think that we're going to really see benefit from long-term. And then, you know, I think that just having an aptitude for risk-taking as well, not something I would have said coming in, I was particularly strong at, but I think that, <laughs> I really see that being true and then uh, working well with people and really wanting to see the best in them. There's too many times where it's, it's easy to face a situation with a doctor or a wellness coordinator and having tough conversations or it being a difficult day, but just knowing at the end of the day that you're helping improve other people's lives through your employer or, you know, through your employment is something that it can't be mistaken either. Um, when I signed on with the joint, I never expected to be the employer of 32 people heading to 40. <laughs> so, you know, that was something I underestimated when I started. And that's the part when I mentioned I aspire is really understanding how to lead a large organization because, yeah, there might only be four or five people or maybe six, depending on full-time or part-time per clinic, but scaled across five, six, seven units, that is a lot of people. <laughs> so sure. um, that's what we're working on as a group right now is to really shore up that side of things. But, but yeah, just being competitive as well, I think is really important because the scoreboard is there. You get to really measure your results. And I like to aspire to be the best I can be. And I get motivated when I see that I'm not doing good enough. So, uh, again, if I didn't have that benchmark or comparison, I think that it would be harder to operate. And so I, I think that, you know, for somebody considering coming into the business and deciding if they want to invest in the joint or not, those are the types of traits that 
I would say would benefit. Great. Let's talk a little bit about your personal goals. Are there things that being an owner with the joint chiropractic really make it possible that maybe you couldn't have done back when you were working for a large corporation? I think the most obvious is that I'm able to build an asset that can be sold at Mm -hmm. some point. Mm -hmm. So um, my immediate plans are not to grow and sell necessarily, but I think that that was one of the wake up calls I had seen with my grandfather when I referenced him and being inspired by his story of building a business is that he was able to create equity uh, in a business that did eventually sell and what it did to benefit his family and, and me, you know, as being a part of that uh, family. But, you know, I like being able to, to go to work and know that, yeah, I, I'm working for the greater good. Like I was in a corporate environment. I'm working to try to make as well of a living as I can for my family, just as I would anywhere else. But really having that tangible business that is an asset in itself from a cash flow perspective is where I very much value it because I want to get to where it's operating efficiently and generating, you know, as residual cash flow as possible while maintaining, you know, the core of the business. But uh, other than that, I mean, that's, that's the thing is, is being able to have an asset at the end of the day that if we decided to, um, to exit, you know, my, my father-in-law um, we're, we're business partners in this venture and he's further into his career than mine. So, you know, if I'm in my thirties and he's in his sixties, he's going to be viewing the business differently than me. And so we're going to be, you know, always evaluating the landscape, but knowing that the brand is strong, knowing that it's continuing to grow gives me hope that we have a valuable asset for both cash flow and, you know, potential, you know, selling opportunities. And then conversely, if we decide to expand and acquire, um, that could be an alternative too, where we know that, you know, this is not a declining brand. It's not aging. It's not a fad. Um, Those are the things that I know that healthcare is only going to increase in the market. I know that chiropractic still being relatively low penetrated in the market is only going to make it excel. And just the general acceptance across the country of more holistic styles of healing I know that this brand can stand the test of time. And the nice perk about it is there's not nearly as much competition in this field as there is in others. So uh, that was a pretty big motivator too in wanting to join the number one team rather than you know seeking an emerging brand. Very good. Final question for you today, Dylan. If I was thinking about buying a clinic with the joint, what advice would you give me? I would say as far as that goes to really understand is the mission something that you're bought into to improve quality of life through routine and affordable chiropractic care. If you're not seeking to improve the quality of life for your patients, for your employees or yourself, you're picking the wrong business. That is what it's about. You've got to be driven to know that giving people the most affordable options is a very noble mission because so many people 
just don't have the the finances to be able to address the healthcare needs that they have. And you have a tool with chiropractic to be able to offer some of the most affordable healthcare in the, in the market. So that's great too. And then, you know, that routine aspect as well. Um, you've got to be open to the product. Uh, you can't just operate this business and not have a passion for chiropractic in general. You've got to be an individual that seeks to be healthy yourself through diet, through exercise, through living, you know, as well as you can, you know, having balance in your life, you know, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like I believe all these things to be true. And so that's what you've got to do is are your values aligned to the mission and that be the starting place. Uh, After that, it would be, am I willing to, operate within a framework and work very hard to achieve, you know, the goals that I've set myself out for, because we're not here to reinvent the wheel. We're here to operate as well as we can. And so not everybody is meant to be an operator. And there are certain personality types where that would drive you insane. But I feel like for myself, I had that bent to be able to, to operate that well. And so If you're aligned to the mission and you feel good about operating a large organization, a people-oriented business, it's not a good or service. I mean, it's a service business. So, you know, at the end of the day, who you hire and how, you know, the the quality care that they deliver to patients is the key. And so, you know, you've got to be able to really look to support that initiative as much as possible. Very good. Thank you so much for that. And thanks for joining me today, Dylan. We appreciate you and good luck with locations number five, six, and seven. Thanks a lot, Jack. Very much appreciate it and looking forward to seeing what the joint has in the future. Thanks for listening to the Joint Franchise Podcast. For more information about a franchise opportunity with the Joint Chiropractic, visit thejointfranchise.com.